it's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Yeah, Lisa Lisa likes to travel and secretly yeah. The best thing about the pandemic was I got to stay the f home. <laughs> I, this is, you yeah. know, this is your outside voice, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's okay. okay. I um and look, I miss loved ones, and oh, I zip. truly enjoy that, seeing the no the grandchildren. But other oh. than other than the grandchildren, he misses us. Uh, they can all come to me. Yeah, at this and, point. Yeah, well, and airports. Yeah. Um, I just get into a routine. I, I love everything I do here, gardening and music and the podcast. And yeah. I mean, I don't want to say that, but I'm not the only one. Yeah. Should should I be flattered that you came to meet me in New York then? Absolutely. Oh, wow. I feel so honored now. I mean, you shouldn't be honored. You could be slightly flattered. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't so think like, there's... I don't think it there's wasn't an any, honor. <laughs> any doubt at all that people have certainly become much more comfortable staying at home. We've nested. Yeah. Yes. That's right. But really there have. should be a support group for people like me. <laughs> Bob and on. Who don't want it to go back to the way it was. Yeah. There's people who had to work from home who secretly dread going back. Some. And there's Some people, yeah, yeah, there's people who enjoyed digging into books and hobbies and eliminating all the car travel and airplane travel. Yeah. And now the excuse for that, and it wasn't an excuse, it was, you know, it was real. Justified, but, yeah. yeah. But it's gone. I keep, I keep hearing all this, this trend is going to be towards this European work week, you know, yeah, on and off, a couple of days at home, you know. You know, month off during the Zipfel, summer. Mr. Zipfel, that's the way we do it in France, and everyone is so happy they riot once a week. Yeah. Well, that is true. That is, uh, I, I, never, never say America's going to go this way. Because it, yeah. Because Americans are very selfishly stuck loving to decide whatever they want to do. Metric system, my ass. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to have to adopt the metric system. No. <laughs> <laughs> but Canada did. So what? Yeah. Ed, turn up <laughs> your mic just a fraction. All right, just a fraction. How's yeah. that? Don't forget, little Bob. A little more. Back, All right, a little more. Back Big in the day, better. when we were growing up in Connecticut, in our youth, there were blue laws. You couldn't do anything on Sunday. That's right. Hardly anything was open. Yeah. The pharmacy was open from about 6 to 10, and that was about it. And, I think and Canada is still period. that way. That was a is good restriction. Really? Yep. Because it forced people to take a day off, and yes. it forced stores. Stores used to have to be closed, yeah. which took the people stuck in stores and gave them a freaking life on a Sunday. They could go to a barbecue. Right. You know, Canadians, though, were up in arms about it. They absolutely hated it. They say, what do you mean the beer store isn't open on Sunday? <laughs> Damn it. All I want is a Labatt's, and I can't even get one. If I don't get a two four on Friday, I'm out on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, I personally, uh, I, I'm against all progress. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You, and by the are, way, my opinions are only good for the actual hour of the day that I say them. They're subject to change. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Bob Coyote. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, look. We just, 
we're on this treadmill. We're on this uh, uh, hamster wheel. <laughs> Good analogy. We're all trying to do too much. Yeah. And we're made to think that every minute has to be full, that stores have to be open 24-7, that anything you want has to be delivered to your house it's within two days. Yeah. Enterprise, damn it. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so I'm I'm secretly dreading <laughs> the end of the pandemic. Because <laughs> you have to go. To I'm, the I'm happy. Don't get me wrong. the 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 part of me that's got a soul and a conscience. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me look. Yep, it's still there. It, um, <laughs> that part is happy. I'm happy that you know fewer to almost no people will die from this. Yes. Uh, in time, but uh, but returning to normal. Oh. There's so many things about that slowed down yeah. that were good for me. Now, I saw a thing on TV tonight. It was bad for other people. Yeah. There, so was, a, there was an evening news story about people struggling with opioid addiction. Mm-hmm. And they had a bunch of addicts on, and they were like, yeah, there was home. There was nothing to do. <laughs> and so I just had to relapse. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's been a pandemic of sorts. Of wait a minute. Wait a minute. That gets a laugh? Yeah, because it's been, no, it, you're saying it as an addict, so I get the angle. Oh, okay, you know? got it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, but but it's true that people, the addiction rate and the overdose rate is skyrocketed during this. Yeah. Let's bring Spike O'Neill on uh, into the show. Uh, Yay! Spike, are you there? I'm good, thanks. All right, uh, I got to turn your mic up just a hair. Can we okay. hear the furnace? Everything here happens in real time. That's right. Thank you, my friend. All right, it's good to have you. Um, uh, listen to your last topic. I'm just happy for the Walton family. I know they had struggled making only $6.2 billion a month <laughs> oh, oh, wrong during Walton. the pandemic. I, I was going to say, good night, Lawn Boy, good night, Jim. John, John Boy <laughs> and Mary Ellen. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. I remember, how about this time we try letting the small businesses stay yeah. open and close down the Home Depot and Walton? Yeah. Well, and that was, a, by the way, that's a very interesting thing. I mean, we're going back to, to last March and April. Yeah. Uh, but what was deemed essential was the richest businesses in the world. Casinos. Was, yeah. What yeah. was deemed not essential <laughs> was all the ma and pa stores everywhere. I that never got that. Oh, I did when well, I, I talked I, to I the got... mayor. <laughs> Go ahead. And, well, it turns out that the income from one casino in Detroit is $375,000 a day in taxes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sorry, Spike. Go ahead. No, it's just, I think that the, and, and while I'm not for the superstores, Bob, you've known how I've felt about the Walton family and Walmart for a long time. Me too. I think that they subsidize their workforce by with U.S. tax dollars. More more Walmart employees get well, food stamps. As does any other as does Amazon. As do all of the people who pay low wages, and then we have to kick in with the benefits. Nice whataboutism, Bob. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It doesn't let the Waltons off the hook. But That's I right. think as far as what stayed open, if you can infect or risk infecting the employees of superstores as opposed to a thousand mom and pop organizations that it would take right. to put that much commerce out. I think it's probably a health wise decision to let bigger stores stay open. You did. So you did like that decision. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I did. I thought, I thought that you put less people at less essential workers at risk. If you could have converted a Walmart to a super McDonald's, <laughs> Instead of having yeah. all the McDonald's open, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I, 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 like, like we shouldn't go back and reevaluate this because it, it, it's going to go eighteen different directions. I thought no, the I U.S. Agree. did a piss poor job at everything. I, I think We're, worst on the planet. Yeah, well, not the worst <laughs> on the planet, but worst <laughs> of the civilized nations, pretty close. 
Um, close. The uh, the Australians, uh, New Zealanders, um, literally eliminated it and will be fully vaccinated with uh, hardly any you're, mortality. You're forgetting Canada, Bob. Canada sucks pretty Canada? good, yeah. pretty bad yeah. right now. Yeah, they did a well, worse job. Well, uh, Vietnam did better than anybody on the planet. Is that right? Vietnam closed their borders, shut the whole economy down for 60 days, took care of everybody while they did that. Eliminated the spread and then reopened. Yeah, and and by the way, that the way was to be done. That was like everything, including Home Depot and Walmart, everything. should have been closed for thirty yes. days because yeah. that's how you nip the virus. Yeah, so that there isn't hardly any virus. Then your contact tracing and your testing. Yep. Yep. You basically, you basically, you know, it's. I mean, even back then, we knew it was going to be a year to a year and a half, and knowing that. You've really got to stamp it out. And what we did was just sort of a... And by the way, I'm not convinced it had anything to do with who was president. I do not think... <laughs> no, seriously. Oh, I no. got to go. You lost me. No, no, no. no. Look, Look, I'm not saying he wasn't a buffoon, but I'm sorry. One buffoon is not responsible for no, all this. No, go back. When he's the most here. powerful buffoon in the free world. <laughs> sure. It, it, look, hear me out, because okay. I know your echo chamber wants to respond loudly. No, no, but, no, 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 no. I'm just going to talk But let me, let me put it to you this way. Even, even now, our messaging sucks. The CDC is a piece of shit. And they don't know how to communicate effectively. They don't know how to put things in context. Tear it, it down. Yeah. Look, we have an education problem here mm, because uh, we're bringing up people to be idiots just so that we can run them through the habit trails of our social media and they can purchase from the oligarch companies. Mm -hmm. But but we're not educating people. We're not teaching them critical thinking. Critical thinking, yeah. And, and, Agreed. And, Agreed. And, and, and I don't want to relitigate this either because it's going to also go 19 ways to Sunday. Sure. But it didn't I get agree. better. With Biden. It did not get what? better. What? No, seriously. It didn't get better. What got Dude. better is that we weren't all freaked out about, you, you know, this extremely powerful media figure mm. who could make us more freaked out than ever. And yes, a whole bunch of policies. Look, when Democrats are in, they do Democrat things. When Republicans are in, they do Republican things. And yes, they'll push it as far as they can. But hold on. Just about ordinary life. I mean... There's, I don't know, I don't know There's how to say this to, advocate, yeah, to you guys, evil. but uh, but we really are so poorly educated. Most people don't know anything about this virus. They uh, so uh, the message on vaccines, ah, uh, like even now that the evening what about news. It? Well, the evening news is leading with some teenagers have some kind of a heart thing, oh, and the stupid. numbers are so infinitesimally I, small yeah, that was stupid yeah and, and by the way that's the problem the problem is our media today with everyone yeah. having a global multimedia platform in the palm mm -hmm. of their hand our media is competing with the dumb mm -hmm. and so it so on the evening news tonight there was a big huge story about some shooting and and I thought about it, and it was one shooting, one place, and there were a few others, and they started saying, and then there's this one, and then there's that one. Let me guess, it was a black man that was shot. Um, I actually don't remember, because I, yeah. I was saying to myself, this is the frickin' 30-minute evening news for the whole world. This is what you tell me is important. And if some jerk, sicko... By the way, I feel like I'm almost... 
talk radio ranting now, and I don't really <laughs> like doing that. I don't Watch like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, Bob's. This is what would be would happen if you had a show like that, ladies and gentlemen. If you give this man a gold microphone, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, if something like that happens, what I said to myself was, so? if you only have 22 minutes to tell me what's important, yeah, is some crime occurring somewhere like that? National, it's not national. If it was local, it's a news story. But is it is it nationally important? And it, if it might have been the shooting at the George Floyd tribute, yeah, that, that would have made it. No, it wasn't that one. It wasn't okay. that one. Oh, okay. Different. I, and I realize I get that because yeah. it, it was a, you're reporting again on a huge thing. Yeah. Now it was something smaller, and it, and it was it, 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 you go through all the stories on the evening news and go, mm. are these. Are these the most important things we have to deal with? Um, and again, no, whatever is mostly the most incendiary gets the gets the lead. Yes, well, it's what will it's what will hold you. Yeah, to it's keep you there through the you, spots. Yes, will yeah. stay through the. And by the way, you know they'll do a tease. Oh yeah, and they'll go. Hook. When we come back, the latest on how Tiger Woods is doing. I'm going. Oh yeah, I haven't heard about him in a while. Let's see how he's doing. <laughs> and they come back and they go. Checked in with Tiger Woods. Nothing really new to he's report. Fine. Exactly. <laughs> he's it's fine. It's bait and switch, buddy. <laughs> he's it's total kinda, bait and switch. He's got some crutches, but he seems to be better. <laughs> and, and Moving on. <laughs> and have you noticed they will do a one-sentence story that they teased? Yes. Sure. Yeah, just just to get it's it's like um it's like treats for the dog to get him to come in the house. It's TikTok. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> right in the rugs. Right. Oh. And there is a point in the evening news that it's about 18 or 20 minutes in yeah, where they do this big, powerful tease to get you through three and a half minutes of commercials. Yeah. Yeah. They come back, and I've timed it. They do approximately 35 Th- seconds. Tops. Tops. Two one-sentence sec- one stories. Yeah, yeah, and then they go back into another three-and-a-half commercial. They, they bury all the commercials to the yeah. end of the show to keep you there. And then yeah. they, they, yeah, and that's their final it's party awful. shot. Yeah. And people say, why do you watch the boring evening news? And there is a reason I watch it. Um, it's so hard. I mean, its strength is its weakness. Hmm. Its weakness is it's pretty vanilla. Well, and the weakness is the production values. I think if Vlad and the Impalers did the NBC Nightly News theme, you'd have something at that point. You know, <laughs> serve it up with the right tone yeah. underneath it. You know, it is TV dinner. Death count! Death count! Yeah. Coming up! Death count! Blood on the streets. We got a death count! Right after these. Sure. Do do little songs like Letterman used to do for every feature. Exactly. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I think we should so, do that for this show. Actually, <laughs> we we can. Spike will sing them tonight's uh, tonight's big story, which my wife said you got to watch this because they teased it. Yeah. Was um, ticks are in the news? Oh, they are though. Yeah, and I thought, wow, uh, maybe they're finally tick bite fever. <laughs> we got a tick bite fever. Well, <laughs> well, I got the Lyme disease. I don't know where it's from. I think they're giving it to me. <laughs> I'll tell you. Song Brought Paris. by the Spring yeah. Fair this year at Swill Creek Nursery. 
Song parody oh. news would be huge. I think that's a great oh, idea. That would be great. How, yeah. How does he come up with those lyrics that fast? Oh, it's just... It, it, it's unbelievable. He has an amazing brain for that. Oh, it's a gift. It's a curse. It, it, <laughs> oh, my God. I, I said the most un... Un, unacceptable thing at dinner. Yeah. Oh my God. What? what who was at dinner? Your family? Yeah. My family, my two daughters, my wife, and I. My mother in law is staying with us for about a month and a half, but she's uh, visiting a friend who's recovering from surgery, so it's just the four of us. And uh, we we're talking about how, who, and I don't mean to derail the conversation, but we were dictating, we we're talking about who dictates history, how, you know, what we don't learn in school. And it, is it getting any better for my daughter's era as opposed to my era? Juneteenth was the, uh, the, the Juneteenth holiday was what brought it up. That my wife had, my wife learned about the uh, Tulsa massacre exactly two days ago, huh? and, and I was never taught that in school. And I don't think any of our, of our generation yeah, were. No, no. And some people may not even know what I'm talking about. The Tulsa massacre, when white Tulsa, Oklahoma residents killed over three thousand blacks and burned thirty six square blocks to the ground, black of what Wall was deemed at that time the Black Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But mm -hmm. that's not something white kids were taught in school in the sixties, seventies, no. or eighties. Yeah. Mm -mm. It was all sanitized so, you know, for our and, protection. And, yeah, right. And we and we were talking about you know. I said, well, you know, history is written by the winners, and that's why all the textbooks, the blah 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 blah, and and we, I don't know how it turned, but I, but I did a parody of we built this city on rock and roll. Oh, uh oh. Um, and I, we built this country on, and I used a racially inappropriate term for Chinese and a racially inappropriate term for African Americans. So oh. when I say we built this country on blank and blank, well, we did though. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, yes. if you watch that yeah. show Hell on Wheels, yeah. you did watch oh, that, yeah. right, Spike? Um, about oh, the yeah, building absolutely. of the railroads, the transcontinental sure. railroads that met in the middle. One of them was Chinese labor, and yeah. one of them was recently Irish. African American. Yeah. Well, recently freed slaves. Right. And Irish. Which trended Irish. towards African American. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Some some Irish. Yeah. And but that's like we built this railroad on. I know those two same slurs, and I won't even say it because I don't want your. I don't want this podcast to be selling right. like my dining room table was. So you, know, you did so that I mean, at your I'm, dining room table, but that's okay. Yeah. The, yeah. Your family knows your your problems, and everyone <laughs> looked at me. But see now, Spike, I always wanted to take "We Built This City" and make it into a jingle for a seafood company, like "We Built Fish City on Cod and Soul." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I, I, used, I wanted to do a Seattle parody. We built the city on whores and gold because that's what <laughs> that's what they did. Yeah. It was. yeah. <laughs> We built this city on whores and gold. <laughs> the bluest skies the way, you've ever seen. Yeah. Well, the furthest thighs Spike, you've ever seen are spread in Seattle. Spike, we could have done that 15 years ago on the yeah, radio and gotten away with it. Yeah. Yeah. But, Only a decade uh, I mean, that, yeah, Seattle sold gold miners all the, prov all the um, not provinces, what's the word, provisions yes. to go to the Yukon. And the, the boat brought them all back to Seattle, and they dumped all their gold into the hooker market. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was Seattle in, in the 1890s. <laughs> the Built this market. I didn't know that. Was I a cleaned market. that up, didn't I? Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a that's a great fact about Seattle. That uh, if you take the underground tour, yeah. Yeah. It, oh. in very polite family terms, yes, they kind of explain it to you. Bob, what do you think of Spike's drunk history? Oh my God. I'm sorry. What do you? Spike's drunk history. You're aware oh, of drunk history. You mean have him you... do Spike's drunk history about Seattle? Apparently. Oh, uh, oh, well, the history of Seattle and song is yes. sort of what I thought of. But he could yeah. sing yeah. it as if he was yeah. drunk. You can I do suppose. a musical. You could yeah. do the musical Spike's drunk history. Yeah, yeah. This week, coming to Broadway. Right. Spike's to Broadway. drunk history. Coming a few blocks below Broadway. <laughs> Off, off, off Broadway. <laughs> off, off, off Broadway. <laughs> so back to the present day. Yes. If we can. Mm -hmm. uh, so, all right. 
we have a lot of people, uh, including all of us here, including really everybody I know, who, uh, except when they're in person with people, think of uh, think of the world as the us's and the them's. And I'm I'm not even going to make it Democrat and Republican because I don't really think that's it. Uh, because there's much, it's much bigger and deeper than just politics. It's the us's and the them's, and the them's make us fear for our norms, and we feel that the others are, you know, ruining society or life as we either know it or want it to be, mm-hmm. and. What's interesting about that and why I say it in a very non-denominational way is that what I've been noticing lately is forget the facts, which so many people do these days, but the feelings are the same. And, uh, and to me, that feeling itself is what's, what's violating the principles that anybody with principles says they have. Follow me? You danced around a bit, but I think I kept up. Well, uh, I've tried <laughs> to make it non-denominational. Yeah. Uh, because, like, when I said, it's not better under Biden. You guys, all your all your um, Star Trek um, intruder alerts went on. Because it sounded like I was being political. But what I was saying is that we still don't have effective communication and we still aren't helping support and educating each other. And we're, you know, I I, I like uh, Joe Biden as a lifelong public servant. Um, he would not have been anywhere near my first choice mm-hmm. to lead. Uh, first off, I, I do believe in age discrimination. Yeah. No, in that, in that office, damn straight. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean... Uh, uh, an airline pilot can't fly a plane at a certain age. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what it is. No. I, I think it might be 65. I can look it up. Um, to fly this country a, is at least commercial. as hard as flying yeah. a plane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I do. I, I I mean, here's a crazy idea. And it's and again, I'm staying non-denominational here. But what if no one over 70 could be president of the United States? Well, you, oh, you'd have rallies and riots in the street, and you'd have lawsuits. But they don't, they'll have to happen. Yeah, but tell me why PM, that wouldn't just be Tuesday. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and also, just, an old man riot. Yeah. Here come the walkers. Yeah. We only got 20 minutes, guys. Get your stuff ready. Blue yeah. hair lives matter. The walking nearly dead <laughs> is what you would call it. No, seriously. I mean, I'm just thinking no, of I, it I as a, as an abstract <clears throat> concept. Shouldn't. There, and by the way, when I say I'm for age, it doesn't mean every person loses their cognizant abilities at a certain point. No, it's different from person to person. It just means in terms of safety. Uh, and also, one of the most important things you do for the world is bring new leaders and bring new children and bring new blood into society. And we have a situation now where people who don't even really know what the Internet is are in charge of protecting us from it. Uh, <laughs> well, that is... And that's not just Biden. No, 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 no Biden. it's that's all of Grassley it's and every other, eight, yeah. every other 80 plus member of the Congress. I, it, I'm with you there. It is. I mean, think about it. When the internet came, they used to call it the internets. 
you know. <laughs> well, those yes, internets yeah. are, you know, <laughs> on the World Wide Webski. I uh, never called it the internets. I invented it. Al Gore. Yeah, you did, sir. So you still uh, got my vote. Again, <laughs> it, uh, would it be such a terrible thing if presidents had to retire at age seven, if senators and congressmen? Uh, and, and by the way, I know why that wouldn't happen. Yeah, two-term limit. Well, it's because power does not give itself up easily. No. no. The people <laughs> voting on that would be the ones losing from that. So yeah. you're right. You will never have yeah. For example, yeah. here in Vermont, do you know who our two senators are? Uh, I know Bernie's one of your senators. Right. I don't know who your other one is, though. Leahy? Patrick Leahy. Pat yeah, Leahy? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is he, he's Vermont? I always thought it was Massachusetts. Okay. No. God, Jesus, you've got almost 300 years of combined age in those. <laughs> <laughs> combined, they're the exact same age as the Constitution. How ironic is that? Vermont is an anomaly, though. Vermont is really different. It's truly unique. Well, it's but, a different slice of the world. Yeah. But here's the point. They're, uh, and by the way, I, I think they're both um, dedicated public servants. I hesitate to use great or ungreat because no, depending they, on they the... they dedicated their life. They're yeah. dedicated public servants. Le- Leahy was a... Uh, Elected in 1974. Wow. And um, good lord, how old yeah. was he? Two. <laughs> uh, he was the at the time he was the youngest U.S. senator uh, ever to be elected from uh, Vermont. Like Matt Gates, was nicknamed Curly Leahy from his yeah. thick rich head of hair. Back then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you know what? Oh, by the way, the senators in Vermont have outs. I mean, for House, do you know how big Vermont is? What the population is? Anybody want to take a guess? Six hundred thousand. Uh, Close zip. Zip's close enough. Zip's. 600,000? I was going with like 75, 76 people. <laughs> it's actually about 630,000 people. And it's in, declined. If you include wow. rakes and tractors. Yes. <laughs> we don't include cows. Um, so, for. Uh, then the by the way, uh, it's brought up when they talk about D.C. statehood because yeah. it's, I believe, D.C. has more people in it than the state of Vermont. Oh, and yet, I'm sure it does. The state of Vermont has. Powerful senators, Patrick Leahy, chairman of the Senate Appropriations Committee. Wow. Senior most member of the Senate Judiciary Community. Oh, those are heavy hats. And of the yeah, Senate Agricultural Committee. I mean, this dude <sighs> wow. is very powerful. And it's great for Vermont because, yeah. you know, <laughs> we like pork just like every other state. Sure you do. You betcha. But think about it. And that's it. why you'll never have term limits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Every that's state. Right. Look at Kentucky, which gets more pork. Than any country and then any state in the union. Kentucky just gets fat fed with government project money. I mean, roads, highways, bridges, you name it. Yeah, we like know, it that way. The turtle takes care <laughs> of his own. We like it that way. Shut up, so I don't mention this. I don't care that. My wife's about <laughs> fat, to get fat, me in trouble. And yeah. so I guess the perspective I'd like, and that was good to bring it to, to the other side. The perspective yeah. I'd like to have is that a human perspective, not a political one. I think we've all been brainwashed, all of us. Uh, if you if you are loyal to a political party, to believe that that party is somehow holier than the other party, better than the other party. Uh, look, one side grabs the the rope in the tug of war and pulls it pulls it towards big businesses <laughs> to try and yeah. keep uh, economics healthy, Sometimes and the other side, moves. yeah, and the other side out. pulls the tug of war rope towards a safety net and taking care of people who would be left behind and forgotten. And, and by the way, I think both of those things are important. 
Well, we make the yeah. we make the rope into a noose in Kentucky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take it to D.C. Have it a little rally, you know. That's right. Hang out with Mike Pence. Hang out with Mike Pence. Hang out with Mike Pence. <laughs> Actually, it was hang with Mike Pence, but yeah. I, I, like, like, yeah. I like the revisionist history. That's very good. Isn't that funny? That's just like drunk history. <laughs> and so uh, one thing that has been discovered during this social media time, and it, when I say discovered, I'm discovering it, mm -hmm. is how short our memories are when we're bombarded with changing facts and stories. Mm -hmm. And you can count. I, I mean, I knew I knew I was a space case really <laughs> throughout my whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, Spike will attest that, you know, hosting the show was like me playing a multi-level chess or multi-level badminton, really more like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more balls in the air than Stormy Daniels. Right, all these balls are in the air and I would basically <laughs> serve, I would serve each thing to who I thought could do the best right. job. I right. surrounded dimensional Vulcan badminton. That's great. <laughs> Vulcan badminton. And surrounded myself with really, as you can tell from Spike, really yes. amazing people who could say fascinating things. And my job was to keep the ball in the air and make sure, you know, it kept getting redirected and interesting and and and, and have fun. Uh, but today, the ball game seems to be one side versus another side. And there's so many things like someone posted today on on social media a uh, meme. It was actually a story of a fallen police officer, and uh, you know, I love the police. I, I know there's a small uh, portion of bad apples in any 10%. profession. Yeah. yeah, in any profession. Um, but this person was clearly, to my mind. Notice how I put the disclaimer in there. Nice, very nice. That's was clearly saying that the cops are great and that, you know, I d it was like, I dare you to forward this. And I thought, oh, um, I didn't know that I had to say that we love people who serve their country and work hard. Uh, you know, it, it's not one or the other. It's not, please don't accidentally, on purpose, kill people of color. Or, <laughs> you know, it's not one. I don't have to choose one or the other. I like, yeah. I, I care about both those things. Uh, but, and I thought about saying that, but then I did what I do these days. Yeah. I just blocked that person, so I never Scroll see them Scroll on. Again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been unfriending at a, at a righteous clip myself. Yeah, are you unfriending? It's uh, part of the uh, coming I'm, out of the I'm pandemic. I'm following. Yeah. Yeah. I am so tired of looking at these people. It's cathartic. You know, I have, I have no, t I, I have, I have no more brain gray matter left for these people. I am not the jackass whisperer. Can, can, can you, can you tell me why? People. By the way, can you tell me why? Because I have reasons why now. Because I didn't used to um, do that. Any anybody who believes that a recount in Arizona led by an unqualified, unskilled, untrained, unmonitored, unsupervised group is going to is going to result in better results than three official hand recounts yeah. by the Republican Party in Arizona. Anybody who believes that, I don't have the time to smarten you up. 
Well, it, it's, it's not, not you, my it's job. Not, by the way, you again, couldn't. you just called them dumb, which, by the way, is a terrible strategy to get someone to see your point. I just want to make that point. <laughs> well, uh, again, I'm, I'm no longer trying to get them to see my <laughs> yeah, but, point. But let me... I'm let cutting me, my day shorter. Let me say something to you about why your side is just as annoying. Because, and by the way, I'm on your side, so I'm just quietly Devil, admitting that I'm annoying that. too. Devil's advocate. But, but here's what's annoying about that. Why haven't we taught our children that name-calling and beating on people and bullying them is wrong and ineffective from a young age? Because there'd be no high school football, Bob. <laughs> That's right, Bob. I don't know what kind of un-American you are. Friday Night Lights, my friend. Here's a, here's a meme I saw today. Mask no longer required unless you have a face like Nancy Pelosi. In that oh. case, keep it on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, that guy was unfriended because yeah. that's sexist, mean. Um, it, it was slightly funny slightly. If, it, if it weren't just, yeah. you know. Dripping uh, with vitriol. <laughs> well, but the point is it tells me a bunch about that person that yeah. they think that, like, I would never post something like that. No, even about that insensitive. Even about something I didn't agree with. It's sexist, uh, reductive. It's it's everything. Yeah, it's so much rolled into one. Uh, let me give you. A, let me show you a few more. It's it the full Monty of insulting. <laughs> it yeah. was the full Monty. Uh, <laughs> uh, so here's an here. Oh, I love this a picture of a Greek god and a statue. Uh, you know, with the curly hair and the bare chest and wearing the, the flowing robe, kind of like Socrates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Only this isn't Socrates. <laughs> it's Mediocrities. Oh, I love me yeah. Mediocrities. Man, yeah, I good enough. <laughs> yep, I love that. That, that, that well person, I keep, I keep them as a friend. Hold, yeah, hold them yeah there, I'm yeah. with you. Right. You know, comedy has to be inclusive. All right. Now I got another one for you. Um, and this, I did post this. So tell me if this makes me bad. <laughs> and nationwide. And by the way, I'm not anti-Republican. I'm actually. I know you're not. Spike knows me over the years. I, yeah. I believe in small government and staying within your means. And I, um, I believe that children are our future. Teach them well. Let that's them. Be still the national youngism. That's not. That's not. That's, no, that's part Whitneyism. Of that. <laughs> so you follow the teachings of a crackhead, yeah. eh? Yeah. 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 Right, so, <laughs> There's so, your touchstone. This I can't take a bath without drowning. That's your barometer. So oh, let dark. me let me talk about a friend of mine, um, Hank, who's a dear friend. Yes, uh, the guy that fixes uh, your lawnmower. It, it, well, we he hasn't done lawnmower fixing for a while. Mm -hmm. um, he's very busy. He works uh, overtime at Sturmruger uh, a lot, and uh, and he lives about 25 minutes away. And I've got to go see his son race. His son does. Uh, you know, what do you call those? Uh, I guess they're go They're not go-karts. They're bigger yeah, they're cars. They're, yeah, I know. I, know I, don't know the, I don't know the official term for it. Yeah, Lisa open has tired with, with a cage and a seat, yeah. Yeah. And a like dirt track type. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, it's a cool hobby. And my friend Steve Turcott, the electrician, all my uh, right-wing friends like car racing. <laughs> and I have many, by the way. Anyway, I like so car racing too. Uh, I was so proud of Hank last week. Because Hank sent me a picture of his vaccination card. Mm -hmm. And he got, I hope he, he doesn't mind. In fact, he said, I like when you talk about me. Because he listens at work. And it was Pfizer. And, you know, he had been, 
I would say vaccine hesitant. Reticent, yeah. Um, and, you know, everyone who works at a place that makes guns is Republican. <laughs> of course they are. Yeah. <laughs> Not all Republicans make guns, but everybody who makes guns is a Republican. Yeah, I mean, it's normal. It's like I, if my whole industry and job depended on me voting for a particular party, I would. We vote in our own interests. What's the Second Amendment, Bob? Um, well, the Second Amendment, you want me to read the whole thing? I mean, well, I'm just wondering if you got it memorized. I'm trying to find out. Spike, if would, have, Spike would memorize it. Mm. Uh, so. Being necessary for the for a free security of a free state, uh, a well regulated militia, or uh, no, a, a well regulated militia being necessary for a free state, the rights to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So, and I right. may have misquoted a word. Bear arms, bear arms ain't short sleeves, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> yeah, Nancy <laughs> Pelosi. I love how they pick on her because <laughs> it's. I wonder if any of them ever realize. Wow, I'm being a real total dick. And sexist, yeah. Yeah, and sexist. And, and having yeah. an evil face doesn't make you the face of evil. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Spike, you got a future in meme creation. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, and by the way, I don't know why the Second Amendment was created. I thought it had to do with militias. It did. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And it was to, uh, it created the, to give citizens the opportunity to fight back if there were a tyrannical federal government right or the british are coming <laughs> well but what is tyrannical right. what is tyrannical hmm. uh, the last administration kind of the, qualified yeah. <laughs> trying to interfere with the uh, peaceful transition of power might be <laughs> i don't know um oh, but there was well. a lot behind it at the time uh, you know we didn't understand twitter back then that's true. We had to carve it in a tree. And I don't know. Are there militias now? Oh, yes. I think the Michigan there, there militia was, wanted to wanted to kidnap yeah. our governess. Kidnap and kill Whitmore yeah. right. or Whitmer. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, you know, I, in fact, militias increased almost two hundred percent under the Trump administration. The proliferation yeah. of militias in America. All right. And, I mean, boy, that's all your 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 fella at that gun factory is sure well placed for profit. I'll tell you, he should be in the stock market right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he is. I think he bought a whole bunch of, uh, uh, what's that, GameStop? Remington. No. <laughs> I think he went on Robin Hood. <laughs> no, and I think he, Remington, same thing. I think he made a little, and I hope he got out in time. That, that, I'm that's trading another GunStop, Bob. GunStop. <laughs> uh, check that, because I don't want to say this now, but we're going to talk about Bitcoin a little bit. Oh, and blockchain anyway, technology, one of yeah, my favorites. So, so Hank... Um, Hank got the vaccine, and I was very... I told him I was proud of him. Uh, not because, you know... Look, I was proud of him because he made his own decision. Right. He didn't let a particular echo chamber tell him. And he's not, you know, he doesn't spend like he doesn't spend time in the How old deep, is he? right? He basically just watches probably a little Fox News, and you know, if if that's all. By the way, if you only feed someone a certain diet, oh yeah, then they're gonna, you know, that's their frame of reference. Uh, how, I can't, how old a man? Uh, how old is he? He's, I think, yeah. almost 50, like 49, okay. something like okay. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I can't stand, really can't stand anything. MSNBC turns my stomach mm-hmm. because of how they always choose stuff to promote a certain political party. It's not, mm-hmm. and they lie less than right wingers. That's true. But there's lots of different kinds of lies. There's lies of omission, uh, there's lies of misdirection. 
And even CNN, is uh, not CNN, but even uh, NPR is guilty of lies of omission. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. But, uh, but I mean, NPR is, NPR is at least very factual and mm, you know their their concern is people perhaps more than corporations uh but other than that i i, I never have to think they may have made up a story no it's just what they leave out that kind of gets my goat on it gets you too yeah yeah mm-hmm. well, that's because you hang out at the right wing talk station <laughs> i do i haven't you been do. to that station in a year almost oh i thought you were doing it live there no no, no not yet are you Today home a, yeah oh why did I, mean, I remember you telling me that you used to go in there? I did used to go in there, but oh. I mean, then then the hammer came down when when four of the staff got uh, COVID. Oh, so it wasn't March or April. It was no, and even one of the, one of the one of the uh, secu- well one of the employees of the building, shall we say, kind of pulled me aside. You know, there's been a few cases on a few floors. And I'm oh. like, oh, this is the first I've heard of it. Yeah, well, you didn't hear it from me. Yeah, you know, yeah, sure. We uh, we protect our own. Yeah, well, actually, he was protecting a white man, which is kind of nice. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. But our own, and that's and that's the other thing. It ain't about race. It ain't about, no. it's about tribalism. It's about what do we consider our family to be? Is it our uh, nuclear family? Is it our neighborhood? Is it our town? Is it our city? Is it our sports teams? Is it our state? Is it our country? All of those things. I brought this up this week, yeah. yeah. But... Shouldn't it be Earth? As the ultimate mother? No, as the, uh, that's our family. We're uh, all brothers and sisters. You're a worldview guy. Not though. when there's limited resources, Bob. Yes. That's not how survival works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm glad you don't know, though. That makes, puts me at ease for my side coming out ahead. That's right. And I am, by the way, I'm, I'm a cripple uh, when yeah. it comes to, you know, tribalism. Because Why did you two have to go offshore and do all that work overseas <laughs> and open your eyes and become big thinking world global types and oh, so sentient? Yeah. My well, God, you, you petty waste. Wasn't that yeah. the greatest gift we ever got from Radio Bob? It, it was to go to Bangladesh and I, to go to I totally think that. Africa. Oh, man. And Zambia to, and to, the Amazon. To stand in villages. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I, I'll tell you an embarrassing story when we got to Africa. First off, you know, me, Spike, and Joe, we fly to Senegal. Uh, Zip, do you know where Senegal is? Uh, not hand. Off oh, no, that's when head. he gets at the hotel. He said, can you send a gal up here? <laughs> no, that's Senegal. That's where, uh, yeah, that's that, that Getz fella stays there. Yeah. Senegal uh, Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Getz. It's more of a motel because you can see your yeah. door from the parking spot. Yeah. That, that's handy. Now, so Senegal, uh, Zip, have you ever been, have you ever been uh, to a poor country? Other than Mexico, not really. No. Yeah. Okay. Say. That does kind of qualify, though. Zip's Bob. I'm pretty. Give, the judges are going to give him that one. Zip lives in a beautiful neighborhood, and I tease yeah. him because a, a bubble of oh, sorts. Yeah. No, I, he does. He it lives. Is not, it's not a bubble. It's one of I the nicest. It's places. a gated trailer park. Come on, guys. <laughs> Zip. It is gorgeous. It's like if I lived in Worcester, I'd want to be your neighbor. It's beautiful. Is he, is he a good neighbor, Ba? Would you like? He's to go good. Over in, but in, let it. Let no, him. Wait a minute. But yeah. as the crow flies from my house, I'm about 600 yards from Home Depot. 600 <laughs> yards from. No, seriously. Yeah, that's, all that's humbling. <laughs> <laughs> all right, he's yeah. trying to downplay it now, and I get yeah, it. I get it because it's it's that's the reality. Of it. How many walls between you and Home Depot? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, as the crow flies, you can't drive. Just yeah, so no, you know. Yeah. In, in a, in a, in a, 
appears, <laughs> it appears, you know, the location appears like it's really woodsy, but it's not. I yeah, mean, it's, well, it's the perfect thing. You're close to shopping, you're close to restaurants, yeah. you're close to services, and yet you feel like, and seriously, it's like Fairfield, Connecticut. But you guys they know, don't yeah. know we're here. It's yes, right, yeah. And as the, crows fly, as the crow flies, it would be shot down by the locals as being the wrong foul for the neighborhood. <laughs> Thank God for a ring doorbell. That's <laughs> by the way, I have I have a point. I have a point to this. Go ahead, um, Bob. And it's that we are very blessed. Even the poorest of us in the United States of America, we are very blessed where we sit on the totem pole. Hell Perhaps yeah. I shouldn't use totem pole, but yeah, that's an inappropriate. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's just culturally wrong. Let's Bob. put it this way: I use the word "slant" in a job interview and apologize for ten minutes. Oh, yeah. No, the okay. totem pole. Uh, granted, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> It's a Native American uh, uh, icon. But How about the food chain, Bob? On the I, I food chain, where we sit is better than two-thirds, three-quarters of the world. I don't even know the exact. If, do you ever go to that website? Uh, where 99%. You can, where you can enter your income and see how you fare compared to the world? I would be depressed. <sighs> yeah, me too. I don't know. <laughs> uh, have have no, you ever you seen know it? You know what's really sad I have not. I, seen I know. It. I know the one. I haven't, but I know the one you're talking about. And at least I'm smart enough to know that no matter how bad my days are, they are better than the the the, the days people dream about having my worst day. Right. There, ninety nine percent of the planet dreams about having my worst day. So, what percent? Let's say you earn fifty grand. What percentile do you think you're in for the world? Top ten. Now, in the U.S., it would be. If that's a family income. Oh, globally, though. Right. R all right. What percentage of the world's richest are you? Uh, top 10%. Uh, let's see if I can find this. Um, zip. Hmm. Take a guess. Before we give the answer, Bob. Everybody. Top 10%? Top At 50 grand. Uh, hmm. Okay, if you live if you live in the United States, and this uh, is a three person household, I'm going to go with a two person out household since, uh, well, Spike Spike brings the average up. Let's go to three, and you have a household income okay. of fifty thousand dollars. You fall in the global middle class. Your income, you're right. You're in the ninety fourth percentile globally. I win. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Top wow. the top six percent. Yeah. Now, if you <laughs> let's look up Senegal, see if it's even in here. It is. I, if you live in record. Senegal, no. uh, you are in the ninety ninth. Uh, let's see if you live in Senegal. Congratulations! You're now the president of Senegal. Congratulations, everybody. And you, yeah, and you make ten thousand dollars <laughs> for a family of four. You are rich, my friend. You are living large. You are there in the you are. 70th yeah, percentile. Uh, Bob? Yeah. Uh, when you're done preaching on your soapbox, I have. Uh, I, go back to totem pole. Yes. <laughs> now, now, let's, now let's use it in a sentence. I told him, pole the rich neighborhoods, not the poor, you asshole. <laughs> you're one of my favorite people, uh, Mitch. Thank you. Yeah. I'm one of my favorite people, too, Bob. <laughs> because I think about you and I think. Uh, well, first yeah. off, you do this thing really well. Yeah. Um, your speech after mm -hmm. January 6th yeah. was uh, was honest. 
And well, I, renou- I renounced the action after that. Yeah. Well, you didn't so much renounce it as you just moved on and said something different. You, you forgot mm-hmm. about it completely. But the fact that you said it tells me everything. And the fact, and here's the thing: the fact that you can't say it again tells me everything. Also, we, we have, you seen, have you seen my wife? I haven't seen your wife, but I know <laughs> she's rich, and that's how you made your money. Beautiful lady, you know. yeah. She told me to shut up. She told you to shut up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the thing. This was something I was talking about earlier. You can say the right thing and have it on record and yeah. know that within 24 hours, Twitter will have moved on. Yeah. And almost nobody will know it yeah. or will remember it. And I was going to make that a bumper sticker to say the right thing, but it's too close to that Black Eyes movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> In the United States... Two, two spices, too many. Yeah. In the United States, <laughs> to be... Uh, wow. If you have a four-person household in the United States and you only make 10 grand... Oh, oh, you don't even have to go that low. You're in the Appalachians. You're in the 35th yeah. percentile. You're, you're in Kentucky, by the yeah. way. Yeah. That's what you are. But, mm-hmm. yeah. And you're mm-hmm. taking more government handouts than any other place on Earth. Right. And those food stamps. Hell let's, those first times. let's go with twenty grand. <laughs> what do you think? Twenty grand? Does twenty grand put you? Holy sh! Your 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 poverty. You're below the poverty line at twenty grand a year. No, you're in the sixty second percentile. So that means you make more than sixty one percent of the four person households in the U.S. If you make twenty grand. Now I know we have a lot of listeners in Seattle. We have a lot of listeners around the Boston area, and we have. At least two in Detroit. <laughs> Thank you so very little, Bob. <laughs> I, I love you on the outside. I yeah, know. I know. Lizzie listens, right? Yes, right. she does. Well, but that's our basis of our, our audiences. Yeah. It, it, it's got to be impossible. In Detroit, maybe it's easier to imagine. But can you imagine <laughs> a four-person household in the United States living on 20 grand? Can I can, can I tell you something? I ran into a homeless guy downtown this week, and his name was Will. Um, and was he, he in the kinda, crosswalk? At least, is there at least? Can we at least say that he was in the? No, crosswalk he was on the court. He was on the steps of the court. Uh, and usually, when I wander around downtown, I keep some singles just because you know I, I can't just walk past people. It's, it's you give homeless me. people money, I, I or buy them yeah. food. I prefer to buy them food, but if I can't or if I'm in a rush, then I, I will give them money. Yeah, because I know I've ha- I've divined over the time that I spent here who is genuinely destitute and who is a hustler. And, right, you know, right, right. The guys with the bucket on the on the uh, entrance ramp, nah, they're professionals, right? So uh, it turns out that Will has been released from jail after serving 26 years. Oh, He's, man. And, he, and while he was in there, he served on, on the maintenance team, and he was a welder going in, so they made him a welder when he was there, too, to work on things, in, among his other duties. And he, he didn't have anything to eat. And uh, I said, and I literally had nothing in my wallet. I, w- I had no cash. I, I only had credit cards. So I felt terrible. But I said, least I can do is talk to the guy. So I got to t- and find out, you know, this guy I haven't seen. So I want to see if he's a hustler, if he's genuinely destitute too. And um, there's a place called Jacoby's that we were in front of. It's a little bar eatery. And I took him inside. And I got a sideways glance from the from the lady that was in the establishment. Like, you know, we'd mm. rather you, and she said uh, under her, you know, I, we'd rather you didn't bring him in here. And I said, well, I'm just buying the man a meal, you know, because uh, he's he's hungry. And she said, well, let me talk to the cook. And she went in and talked to the fry cook. And we ordered him some, some chicken wings. And um, 
Will cannot get a a job. He's been going up and down the streets to various welding places. And because he's an ex-con, he absolutely will not get, cannot get a job. Mm. So uh, I I did, I talked to him until uh, Lizzie uh, screamed my ear off saying, get your ass home. And so I did. And, um, but I did take Will's phone number. And uh, I've got a friend who is a welder in Windsor who trained over here in Detroit. I'm just going to check and see if he knows anybody that has, you know, will lax the rules enough to give this guy a shot and not be recidivist. You know what I mean? Because mm. that's, a, that's, a, that's an endless circle that has no out. And he has no income. And I said, well, what about, uh, what about Salvation Acres? Yeah. He said, the list is months and months long for that place. I said, what about Detroit Rescue Mission? He said, well, there's, there's, he said bed bugs in there. And I don't know that any of this is true, but I'm taking Will's word for it because he didn't seem insincere at all. Mm. He seemed very sincere, very real and very true. So if anybody, if both those listeners in Detroit know anybody with a welding shelf, please call me. (laughs) Bobandzip.com. You can email us too. Show at uh, bobandzip.com. We got a lot of emails this week, which I am going to get to. Uh, I did want to talk a little bit about Bitcoin because it's been in the news. It's been in the dumper too. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't yeah. call it the dumper unless you've mm-hmm. only recently started following it. That's it. I've only recently invested. Okay. Did you invest? A very small amount. Okay. How much? Uh, $40. And then 20, tw- yeah, 20 and something so else. If Bitcoin was at $60,000 <laughs> for $40, what are the, what do you get? Like, I have no idea. I don't keep track of it. I just, I just, I feel like I'm missing out. Did you go to Robinhood? Did you sign up for no, one of those? No, I, I was on uh, PayPal and they gave you the option to buy a cryptocurrency. I said, what the hell? I mean, I, this is a score this week. I, you know, I'm going to, I'm just, I'm spending so 20 bucks. What is your, I thought you said 40. I, well, initially it was forty, and then the next job I I, I took out another twenty, and that was that okay. became forty. So, what's your uh, what's your um, portfolio worth now? <laughs> <laughs> Let me look, Bob, because I'm going to go right on to Pixel. I want you to look out. at that. So, okay. uh, it's uh, called it's a dirt folio at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, the reason I bring it up is because yes. a while ago, several months back, yes, uh, my brother Michael, whom some of you know, yeah. Like, Good guy, really good guy with a great heart and who had a heart attack like you, Spike. I don't know if you I know. know. Um, I did. I talked to him. Yeah, and he's recovered. Oh, you did talk to him? Yeah. How nice of you. Mm-hmm. Bet, man. We're, hey, you know, us too damn young to have that happen to, we stick together. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got it. So, Ed. Yeah. And we uh, found uh, our life commonality was you, Bob. Yeah. All right. We're going to get back mm. to him. Ed, what is your... <laughs> $60 of investment worth today. This, this is Tom Brokaw from NBC Nightly News, and this just in. Among the stories around the world across the nation of your street is the current value of Ed Kelly's crypto. He's, his Bitcoin is up 3.38%. His Ethereum is up 9.67%. The Bitcoin cash is up 5.36%. Total net worth of $96.09. He is in the money, ladies and gentlemen. So well, how Damn, much did you put you. in? 40 uh, bucks. 60 bucks, sorry. 60 total. So yeah. you're up 50%? I didn't know until you mentioned it. When did you buy? You had to buy it before it jumped up. And the, um, I think it probably about f- three, four months ago. Okay, got it. You yeah. did, you did yeah. good. So my brother had, and I'm not going to give specifics because I don't have his permission to do that. But mm-hmm. I, don't th- I don't think he'd be mind talking about it generally. He had uh, gotten in very early, a while ago. With generators? With Bitcoin generators or just Bitcoin? He, uh, with a variety of things, just like you were okay. describing, Tom Brokaw. Right. And... <laughs> And he reads a lot about it, mm-hmm. and uh, and we talked about it. And and by the way, 
heck, Spike was there when Google launched, and I was like, I'm not taking a chance on a dumb Are search you engine. Kidding? <laughs> no. And oh, you nope, idiot. Nope. <laughs> Facebook, I was like, Facebook? What the heck is that? They don't even run ads. Show me Assbook. <laughs> yeah. Right. Booble. Uh, Remember, we wanted to start Booble. By the way, the money was. I've now learned that anything that is free and doesn't make money. You are the product. But grabs all of a huge audience. Well, no, eventually they will sell ads. Yeah. And, yeah, they, they and they make money. So yeah. and yes, you are to the product if the if the service is free. So anyway, he had a bunch of Bitcoin and he had bought it pretty low and it had gone way up in value and um, and he was sitting on a hunk of cash that would matter to me mm-hmm. and would matter to anybody. I mean, it was a good hunk of cash and um, and he was debating what to do and I said, well. You know, I can't tell you what to do, although he did blame me and say I told him what to do, but I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I know I put the disclaimers in there. But I said, hey, you know, the the phrase is buy low and sell high. And if it's high now and you sell, you've locked in your your gains. Yeah, but don't sell when you're high, man. <laughs> Buy low, sell high. <laughs> when you always find you a You told me to get rid of that stuff, man. You give me a better advice, man. So uh, anyway, we were having this conversation because it was wobbling a little, and I think it was in the 30s, mid-30s, low 30s or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it had been up to 40, and he was, I don't know. And uh, look, I clearly told him if it were me, which, by the way, is not giving someone advice. <laughs> if it were me, yes, right? Right. Cost you nothing. I would lock in the gains, and is that the best thing to do for your family? Anyway, I had an effect on him. He sold it all, and then it doubled to 62. <laughs> right. And he now calls you Bastard yeah. Bob. Yeah, well, he, he did a little bit. And I said, yeah. look, you know, you locked in your winnings. It was like, but before I talked to you, I had planned on holding on till it got to, you know, and this is how gambling works. When I get to this magic number, I'll walk away from the table. Uh, And I said, well, if that's really what you were going to do, you didn't stick to your plan. That's right. (laughs) Your plan wasn't to call me a retired guy who has to be careful with his money. (laughs) So anyway, I talked to him yesterday and he was thrilled that it had tumbled to below what he sold it for. Good, yeah. And I that said, was... you can get back in. And he was like, nah. No, he, he said, I'm going to wait till it gets just a little bit lower. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a terrible impression of me. doesn't sound like that. That's okay. But my uh, caricature of him in my head does sound like that. <laughs> and, and it's cool. And, and by the way, he's not, I mean, he's careful about everything else in his life. And, uh, you know, this is just play, you know. If you want to gamble, I have nothing against gambling. Just... As long as you know you're gambling, right? Yeah, yeah. And don't do it with your baby's college fund. It is a vice. (laughs) It is a vice. And that's all we ask. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, I've talked to him now for six, eight months about Bitcoin. And he was not able to give me a good answer as to what exactly it is. And I'm going to put it first to Zip, who lives in that beautiful gated community 600 (laughs) yards from a Home Depot. Uh, I want everybody to say what they think Bitcoin is. Uh, Zip, you go first. It's a, as I understand it, a digital currency. That part's good. Right. And it just exists on the platform 
to which I suppose everybody subscribes to the rules of yeah. it globally. Uh, do you know how right? they mine Bitcoin and do you have to put on a hat and go down a shaft? No, it has it has to do with what, a blockchain or something? Or So you've heard a few words on TV. That's very I've good. heard a few words as well, Zip. I'm right there with you. What the hell's a blockchain? This is interesting because here's this big, huge thing. And I'm and by the way, I'm going to be last, but I'm going to tell you, I didn't know what it was. It's either. like Candy Crush with fake money. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what exactly. it is? Oh, very good. Very good. Zip. Does Pure the guy the have to have a monocle and top hat? I just feel like <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's very good, Zip. No, you were yeah. you were basically like most people. And, uh, and now... Ed, you're next. What oh, is you, you said you're going last. Okay. I, I know that it, that it can be generated by computers, high-powered right. computers, right. that it takes a lot of electricity to do it, so it's not exactly planet-friendly, but it is uh, a peer-to-peer thing that somehow it generates something that doesn't have uh, government um, regulation over it, and it's uh, usable in any country the world over, and uh, it is it, it employs blockchain technology. That I know. Okay. And right, you, so- don't know, you don't know what blockchain technology is? Um, uh, something that is regulated by like literally millions and millions of computers at the same time simultaneously. All right. Uh, you got, you definitely got more sentences down. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> Spike. What's a currency though? A digital currency. Um, all, all I know about Bitcoin is that there, there it's, it's a tradable commodity, a digital commodity that there is a, a set limited re- amount of them. That's why they have value because you can't print more like you can print money. All right. I found the perfect website. Before I tell you what I think and know it is, I'm going to read this. Um, and I love this website. It says, uh, Bitcoin explained as if we were explaining it to a five-year-old. <laughs> Bitcoin, <laughs> hey, here's That's a sip, simple perfect. explanation for a five-year-old. Okay, how does Bitcoin work? We're sitting on a park bench. It's a great day. I have one apple with me. I give it to you. You now have one apple, and I have zero. That was simple, right? Yes. Right. All right. Let's look closely at what happened. My apple was physically put into your hand. You know it happened. I was there. You were there. You touched it. Accountability, yeah. We didn't need a third person there to help us make the transfer. We didn't need to pull in Uncle Tommy, who's a famous judge, to sit with us on the bench and confirm that the apple went from me to you. The apple's yours. I can't give you another apple because I don't have one left. And the meth hasn't showed up. Yeah, I (laughs) stay focused. It's five-year-olds here. I know. Let's give him a lollipop. I can't control it anymore. The apple left my possession completely. You have full control over that apple. You can give it to your friend if you want, and the friend can give it to his friend and so on. That's what an in-person exchange looks like. And it's the same whether I give you a banana, a book, a quarter, or a dollar. Now, let's say I have a digital apple. I'll give you my digital apple. Hmm, hmm. But now it gets interesting. How do you know that digital apple, which used to be mine, is now yours and only yours? How do you know I didn't send that apple to Uncle Tommy as an email attachment or to your friend Joe or my friend Lisa? Yeah, how is it policed? That's what It's I verified exactly. by blockchain, is it not? The digital exchange could be a bit of a problem. Sending digital apples doesn't look like sending physical apples. Well, some brainy computer scientists have a name for this problem. It's called double spending problem. And that's the worry, by the way. One of the big dangers of Bitcoin or blockchain is if anyone ever cracked it. Oh, yeah. 
the code. It would be a disaster, and it would be instantly worthless. Wiped out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it confused people, and they and basically blockchain. Boy, I'm not going to read this whole thing. It's like a digital ledger. It allows you to exchange value without. Uh, and by the way, it doesn't get you out of taxes. Mm-mm. You still have to keep a record of what you do mm-hmm. for governments. But it would allow you. Say you wanted to leave the United States. Yeah. And you wouldn't have to go get your money out of a bank. To let's say you wanted to move to oh I don't know what's an island that um, Bali that that that, that takes tax cheats. Oh um, oh man, Antigua. Cayman, Cayman, Antigua, Cayman Islands. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you mm. want to go to the Cayman Islands? Well, yeah. if you if if you have a bunch of stuff in in blockchain in in uh, Bitcoin, it's. Uh, you could walk out with nothing but the password in your head. Right. And you can get it. And it wouldn't trigger an investigation every $10,000 withdrawal. Well, uh, but see, the money has to go in. Mm-hmm. And when it comes out, you have to put it somewhere else. So believe me, the spies are on you. And last oh, week, yeah. you may have noticed there, there was a... Um, uh, there was a act of uh, Congress. Well, there was a no. There was a. I think the Biden administration said we want people anything over ten thousand dollars that's involved with digital currency has to be we, reported. We need to know about it. Yeah. And by the way, and I called my brother. I was like, "Is this the beginning of the end?" And he was like, "No, that's nothing new. You always had to pay your taxes." Yeah. They're just saying we're going to try and crack down. Which, by the way, they're saying now that. The IRS is getting more funding, and they're going to try and crack down on all uh, people that aren't paying their taxes because right. we have to pay for all this shit. Yeah, need, they need the money. Yeah, yeah and now more uh, than ever. Now more than <laughs> ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, so it's a public ledger, basically, um, and, and it's supposed to be foolproof. It's supposed to freak out banks and other companies. But what I told my brother is. This reminds me of Uber and Lyft. Mm-hmm. Rideshare. We're not a taxi. We're rideshare. <laughs> and I remember when they first started, I was like, yeah, I went, you know, a $20 taxi ride only cost me six bucks. <laughs> and the guy was happy about it. He was telling me how he was working on a screenplay and how. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't drunk. <laughs> and, yeah. And he wasn't sort of drunk. Yeah, uh, and 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 it was super cheap. And then I flew to Hawaii once, and I was trying to find an Uber, and they couldn't come into the airport because they hadn't yeah. made a Same deal. New York was like that too for to a while. pay. And so and and what I said at the time was, eventually they'll get hunted down and they'll have to pay. Uh, same thing with YouTube. Started out with all kinds of copyrighted material that was essentially oh, yeah. stolen. Yeah. Now they have to pay. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Amazon. Amazon got big because they didn't pay any sales tax. You know why? We want to help the struggling internet to survive. This poor guy, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, is selling books for 10 cents less than he that, buys that them poor for. poor soul. <laughs> poor soul. And in other words, eventually, and this is what I said to my brother, eventually, no matter, like digital currency is when I look at the app for my bank. It's just right. numbers on a screen. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is tied into our banking system, and a little easier for that. And it is the FDIC insured, feds to, to track two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, so I keep saying it's nothing, it's nothing, and it's going to eventually collapse and crash. 
That's my view, by the way. And I said the same thing about Facebook and Google. So you know <laughs> I have a track record. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> but, Bob, do you remember the day that somebody came to the station and gave us Bitcoin? No, I don't. Are you kidding? Somebody no. came into the station when this thing was first launching, was a guest on our show. I remember I remember you, you talking Joe about it. Each. I wish I remembered. And where is it? What's I don't know. Weird? I can't find it. Somebody gave us each five Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh, my God. Back when it was worth, what, a nickel? Yeah. yeah. And they bought pizza uh, not even the that. first time out. Yeah. Had we held on to it? You know, uh, but, but if, if, if it's somewhere in your gear, somewhere in your gear, it's worth 32000 bucks a piece. And you've got 160 grand sitting there somewhere. Wow. Say, Bob, when's your birthday? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Let me check my station email. Yeah. Bitcoin. You kept it all? Oh, my God. Um, You really do archive. When he gave it to us, how did he give it to us? Did he email it to us? This was back when they were just getting started, right? Yeah. There was was some kind of certificate with, with, with numbers on it, with a number on it. Huh. Oh, it was, oh, it was a physical certificate? Wow. Yep. Yeah. I've lost my driver's license 18 times since then. <laughs> I know. I know. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, but Bitcoin's worth a little more. Bob. I remember Joe kept bringing that up. We had a guy who was, yeah. we interviewed him and he was talking about blockchain. It was probably way, and it's almost 20 years old, by the way. Yeah. I know. That was, that was another thing I, that I was listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend a podcast to you guys. Really? I already talked to Zip about it. You listen to one of them, right? Yes. I'd... And? Yeah. Uh, smart guys, spirited discourse. Yes. And you learn something. Yeah. They're, they're, they're so freaking smart. I'm going to actually uh, search how rich are Now, don't guys? get away from the show or the or the uh, the other uh, podcast. Say what it is. Oh, tell I'm going to tell it. you what it is. Uh, okay. And I'm also going to tell you, stop listening to this podcast. We're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking yeah. the foundation out from under the we house, Bob. Can't help you. <laughs> um, seriously, they're they're ridiculously smart guys. They were talking about Bitcoin, and they basically said a lot of what I've just said is it's secure, it's digital, but in truth, they don't know whether it's ever going to be worth anything mm. because. One security breach. And it's a house of cards. And it's a house of cards. Yeah. And everyone is going to collect their taxes and every and everything everything will eventually be regulated to the point where it's just another digital bank. It's a credit card. Um without interest rates. Well, credit cards allow you to buy stuff with money you don't have and pay it back mm. later. This isn't like That's that. True. Yeah. But it's tokens. It's I'll tell you what. It's like frequent flyer miles that you bought. I know about tokens, yeah. and I know about <laughs> frequent flyer miles. <laughs> um, by the way, do you know what a Bitcoin miner is? Yeah, it's a computer, man, but it keeps the house warm and makes you free money, dude. <laughs> Doesn't have anything to do with that. Don't watch porn on the same computer, you yeah. asshole. I don't know what a Bitcoin miner is. Yeah, it's high-powered computers that generate Bitcoin. It takes but a long time. But how do you generate Bitcoin? I don't know. I just is know it like it that works. scene in the movie? Remember the movie The Office, where those guys kept like every one thousandth of a penny in transactions, and they end up making money so fast they had to burn the building down. Wow, doesn't, doesn't have anything to do. You with don't remember Matt that movie Gates, The Office? No. 
Have you never heard of Bitcoin oh, it's, farms? I'm sorry, off, office space. Office oh. space. That's what I'm thinking of. Bitcoin mining is the process by which bitcoins are released into circulation. Generally, mining requires the solving of computationally difficult puzzles mm -hmm. in order to discover a new block which is added to the blockchain. Well, why didn't you say so? <laughs> I have no idea what that is. It's easier just to get a real job. <laughs> do I do I do believe in bitcoins? I do I do I do believe. By the way, I'll read this, and this is how I know I'm stupid. I'll read the whole thing, and I will know no more than I did yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. One Bitcoin is divisible by eight decimal places. One hundred millionths of one Bitcoin, and the smallest unit is referred to as a satoshi. Satoshi. It was a Japanese guy that started it. If necessary, and if the participating miners accept the change, Bitcoin could eventually be made divisible to even more decimal places. It started uh, April 18th, August 18th, 2008. Mm -hmm. So they, they bought a pizza with it, Bob. Yeah, so it's 13 years old. Uh, one of the points made on this podcast was most technology that's going to become ubiquitous mm -hmm by now would be ubiquitous. So it's, it's gone slow. Hmm. And um, you don't know. The podcast I'm talking to, I should give you the name of it. Uh, they're incredibly smart people, um, which doesn't mean I agree with them, but I love listening to people tell me stuff that I barely understand. Mm -hmm. Knowledge is power. <laughs> and, and my hope is that I can listen to their podcast and dumb it down for us guys. <laughs> Speak for your own self, Bob. Yeah. It's All In is the name of the podcast, All In with a Dash, with uh, Shamath, Jason Sachs, and Friedberg. Jesus. Um, <laughs> who who focused that law. one? <laughs> well, they're, and by the way, they're insiders. Yeah. Oh, um, boy. And they're, I, I can't tell you how rich they are because I, I Googled it mm -hmm. and. They had it wiped. <laughs> well, if, uh, I, I could look each person up individually. Mm -hmm. um, let me try that. But you can tell they're like, some of them are billionaires. One of the guys on this podcast is like best friends with Elon Musk. Oh, and boy. he was Elon's right-hand guy when they uh, were on Saturday Night Live. And he was in the writing sessions coming up with jokes. Did you see that, by the way? No, I did. I looked at it after you I told did, me no. about it. And he was, um, but I think they sweetened it after the fact when they posted it online, though, because I'd heard that the the audience re reaction was like. <laughs> but when I heard it, he was getting yeah, laughs and it was. all kinds of stuff. It was mm -hmm. being sweetened, I think. So this guy, Elon Musk's buddy, must have made his money outside of comedy. Then, right? <laughs> no, I thought. Well, I mean, I heard some of the jokes. I thought that was pretty self-deprecating and funny, yeah. and and his mother was cute. Yeah, yeah, and when he said he was, uh, and if you're listening, mom, it's two four eight five zero five. Oh, what did he say when he said he was uh, had Aspergers? Yes, you know Aspergers to software people is a badge of intelligence. Really? Yeah. Bill Gates has Asperger's. Yeah. You bet. I, I wish I had Gates. a touch more know. of it. Oh, go to White Castle. Those are Asperger's. Let me tell you no. something. Tom. Do you know what Asperger's <laughs> is? 
it, it, you're super focused. And You'll a lot of the next so- morning, if you've eaten too many yes. Asperger's. Oh, I love that joke. Yeah, that was great. A good dick joke always trumps intelligence. It's a food joke. Well, it's an ass joke. Sophomore. Sophomore. Come on, Sophomore. man. Here's how they describe themselves, go. by the way. Industry veterans, degenerate gamblers, and besties. <laughs> I, I can't pronounce Shamath's name. Shamath Palapitia, Jason Kalakanis, <laughs> David Sachs, and David Freeberg. One of them is liberal. One of them is kind of, you know, um, kind of bumper stickerish conservative sometimes. But then when you when you press them, super smart. Yeah. And uh, and by the way, if you are a liberal who doesn't think there are any smart conservatives, yeah. listen, listen to, to this podcast. Listen to Palahapicha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, is that how you say his name? I, yeah, I, and I don't I know. I'm still, I've only listened to four episodes, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. So I still don't know them all. But seriously, um, they're brilliant. And what I like about it is something that I would like to do on our show and something that we always try to do, which is be open to all kinds of opinions and not freak out if someone, you know, is way different than we are. In other words, these guys... Uh, but they have the they have the knowledge to back up their arguments. We have the knowledge. We don't to know back that. up our yeah. arguments. <laughs> it's just difficult. Um, so anyway, I'll find out more about them. But I, I, I've suggested it to a couple of people, and everyone's like, "Oh wow!" My son, my son Keith is the one who brought it to my attention and yeah. said, "These are the smartest people he's ever heard." And I'll, I'll give you just a few of the things they talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, America's you- math failure. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell. <laughs> Anybody? You ever, yeah. uh, Compare that with Asia, Asian countries. UFOs. You know, uh, we're going to get into that. Yeah. Behind the scenes of Elon hosting Saturday Night Live. Uh, post-COVID boom in jeopardy. Post-vaccination virtue signaling. I love that one. Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's rich. Oh. That's good. That's good. It's super rich. Um, and, so are they. <laughs> and when they talk about politics... And taxes and inflation and things like that. They're benign, right? Well, what they have is lots of education. So they each start with like Reagan and they go through how the economy has grown in our lifetimes. Yeah. And, you know, I I mean, they could be brainwashing me, but it's really good soap. Yeah. Wow. Brainwashing me with really good. And it's two, wonderful three, soap. It, it you know, it's it no took, more tears. It, brainwashing. It, it took a while for the coin to get down the slot, Bob, but eventually. But it really hit home. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so that's my plug. Uh, that boy. And and basically, what I learned about Bitcoin by watching that show, because I still didn't see what the by listening to the show is, I still didn't know like what is the attraction, right. and the attraction is that your dough is someplace where it's accessible anywhere. Right. The scary part, and why it's only for rich people who feel like gambling, is that we don't know if it's going to survive or not. You could lose it all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you could lose a lot of your value if you invest in it. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> And some people have already, by the way. Yeah. All right, let's go to our mailbag. And we do have to talk about Karen Grace, who was on with us the other day. And mm-hmm. by the way, as soon as she uh, left... I got Easy a spike. really wonderful message. <laughs> Kudos spike. for having her on. I'm going to read it to you. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow. Um, I thought people would be uncomfortable with my um, 
extreme right wing former co-worker spike do you have any lewds handy <laughs> yeah yeah a lot yeah <laughs> i was gonna eat them all but i'll give you a couple okay. so uh anyway brian uh what did brian say um he basically said uh, she was awesome, well-informed, and uh, and mixed things up, and very good. And it's a friend of mine who is, I know, a bit of a conservative, but not not extreme by any means. And then the negative emails uh, started coming in. Oh, boy. And not a lot. Not a lot. No, half, but, no, half a dozen, but that's more negatives than all of us have gotten combined. Yeah. And um, let me. Um, she was a hot button. That's what the hottest button we've had. Here's here's my favorite, and and I'm going to send these to Karen because I don't want to hear her to hear this first on the podcast. Right, right. Um, this is my favorite. Well, Karen sure lived up to her name. <laughs> Another Karen. That was something I, I was going to ask her. By the way, are you yeah. upset being a Karen with a, <laughs> what's happened with that name? Yes. Yeah. Um, Oh, uh, I thought he was being sarcastic about the grace thing. I'm sorry. No, no. So I misunderstood you know, the, that. Yeah. Is uh, anyway, this guy, this gal was listening. She <laughs> said, Ed, you have to speak up more. Or at mm-hmm. least when someone on the show is misrepresenting a thing, someone should speak up. Well, someone just we should up. all, because we all are capable of that. Anyway, there were many things. Oh, this was all about the gender thing, the non-binary gender thing. Yeah. I think that was the real hot button. That was. That's the only thing I had a problem with. Yeah, me yeah. too. That's the only thing yeah. people complained about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our audience was uncomfortable that that someone with that kind of a prejudice, and I'll call it a prejudice. I have lots of prejudices, so mm-hmm. I would never yeah, call someone else something. We all do, though. Yeah, we all do. Um, and, and she was clearly uncomfortable with Demi Lovato announcing that she was non-binary and referring mm-hmm. to herself as they and them. And I thought I defended my position well when i said i don't care if she comes out as a salamander yeah it's none of my business and it's not going to upset me yeah it just didn't have enough yeah. enough anger in it though bob right well but here's the thing i did admit and spike i wish you had spoke up more i know you were being polite because she's an old co-worker of me and zip and you but seriously you could well, have been more of took a bull. The surgeon six hours to reattach the tongue i bit you didn't have to do that by the way karen can I take took it. the surgeon six hours yes. to reattach <laughs> yeah I've, I've got a cousin who's non-binary okay well i okay, want you to talk I about it i wish death. you had last week when she was here but uh let me read this letter because i want to definitely get this out and then you can respond to everything sure uh it really saddened me that you let your f- old friend trounce all over people like she did you know maybe but she expressed an opinion it's not my opinion i said it was not my opinion uh, but i also am uneducated i don't think that's a crime so anyway she said i am uh, this person says i am a cishet male yeah oh so it's carlisle i thought it i didn't notice it was a guy's name uh yeah. cishet male so I'm not sure what that means. I think cis is sissy and het is hetero. I don't know what cis is. I know het probably is heterosexual and male, a, I think. I know what that means. I mean, I look. It's a, cis is a cross-dresser, uh, I believe. But I have many friends who have transitioned uh, to try and help stop the dysmorphia they personally deal with. And dysmorphia is feeling like you're in the wrong. Yeah, or looking body. in the mirror and it's, it's like yeah. a circus mirror, yeah. Still, here's my simple understanding of non-binary sexual identity. Note, sexual identity and sexual orientation are two different and distinct things. And that's, that's true. total news to me. Absolutely. I have no idea what you that means. You didn't know that? Yeah. Spike, you can explain it. But non-binary is an understanding that sexual identity is more fluid 
than just A or B, and these people do not feel that either the male or female label applies to them. Yeah. So it's not a tie toggle where they pick a gender of the day. Right. And, as was, and what, yeah. What if you're a hermaphrodite, for example? And I, have, you, I have no idea. Anyway, uh, not all people are the same, and not all people feel connected. I totally agree with this person. I, I don't yeah. know why he thinks I don't. Uh, but for more re- research, here's a link, transequity.org issues. So I'm very live and let live, mm-hmm. uh, but I also don't feel, and maybe I do, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't feel like I have to study up on every conflict that's out there. Do you know what I mean? No, I have no idea. <laughs> you don't. All right. So, Spike, uh, Spike, you have... First off, first off, yeah. cis, cisgender means that you were born with a penis and you identify as a male. Okay. Or you were born with a vagina and you identify as a female. So, if I want... Whether you're, that has nothing to do with whether you're straight or gay. Okay. So, am I a cishet male? That's what cisgender... Yes, you yeah, are. Think, oh. No. Cisgender, heterosexual. I learned something new about myself oh, every wrong. time I talk to you, Spike. Keep I going. I was short for sissy. <laughs> it has no. nothing to do with sissy. And, 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 I, and I know you didn't mean that with any malice at I all. I really did not. I, really, I, I, I know that about you. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've often said to you, Bob, I think, I think um, racism is in, the, is in the intent of the beholder. Got it. You know, bigotry mm-hmm. can be just a learned response, but when somebody is an active racist, they have an intent to feel superior or yes. make someone feel inferior. Like all those people I'm blocking uh, on social media because they put abso- racist, absolutely. misogynist um, uh, memes up. Okay. So, yeah, and if being stupid well, you know, was illegal, we'd all be in jail. So keep going <laughs> I'd through. be in jail. You, okay. You'd be talking to me in a jumpsuit every okay. day of my life. All right, now, so what, tell what, me what, more just about... under my skin. <laughs> yeah, tell me more about non-binary because it does sound like bi to me... Uh, but it sounds like well, someone binary means one of yeah. binary means one of two choices. That's what binary means by definition. Okay, right? two. Non-binary two. means you don't you don't fall in one of those two categories. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can and, be asexual. And it doesn't make you straight or gay. Right. Mm-hmm. You can be non-sexual. You can be fluid in your sexuality. Mm-hmm. You can be undecided in your sexuality. What oh. got under my skin about Karen and I, and I and I really do I respect her having an opinion and I no no one's opinion is more valid than mine. But when she called her mentally, when she called her mentally ill, well, she was referring that, to specifically to Demi Lovano. Yeah, who, yeah and I don't, that's what I'm saying. And I don't know if I'm she's saying. mentally ill, and I don't call. And neither does Ill. Karen. Is my point yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, that's yeah. what that's what got under my skin because okay. her 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 cisgender trans non-binary doesn't make her mentally ill. No, there are other alone. reasons that I think Demi Lovato may very well be mentally ill. Yes. But there are many things about Demi Lovato that I think well, may have some mental on the, illness. On the other hand, um, many people of your political persuasion think that the recent president of the United States might have been mentally ill. Which you know, one? The current this, or before, <laughs> it doesn't matter which one. But for the I'm sake of argument, know. we're saying that this is a thing that tribal people do. Do. Yeah. And it's, well, and well, I, don't, I don't like it, but it's done all the time. Mm-hmm. While, while yeah. I have had some psychology and some sociology schooling, mm-hmm. I'm not a licensed or graduated doctor but play in one either on the radio. of those fields. Yeah. 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 But I have played one on the radio every, yeah. 20, <laughs> every 23rd episode, sure, actually. Sure, sure. No, but my, my point being, I know, I know what the symptoms of narcissism are. I know what the symptoms of egomaniacs, you know, egomaniacs are. I know what, but I which, know what some of these which symptoms of But which narcissist and egomaniac are? is the one in under your charge that you have to keep an eye on 
Oh, which daughter you want? To <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my my kids are healthy and happy. No, and no, no. I, uh, your your immediate family and yourself. Yeah, yeah. Here, here. It's not my no, job. It's, it's like AA, uh, which I'm not <laughs> quoting directly. But it's yeah, not here, my here. job to call someone else an alcoholic. Yeah. Or a narcissist. You know, as you said, if I'm not licensed, I can think that. I can, certainly can yeah. think. And freedom of speech means, yeah, if I want to be a jerk, I can be a jerk. But I yeah. don't. Um, I don't have the knowledge or the expertise to make that. Okay. Well, Karen, Karen was first off very skilled broadcaster, mm. very skilled. When she said, "I don't, I, boy, thank God we don't have to talk politics," or I'd spend all day talking about how bad Joe Biden is. Right. That right, right there is some classic Political. conservative radio yeah. spin bullshit. Bait and switch. Right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, I but mean, you I, speaking to a troll on the internet might sound almost the same talking about Trump. I'm sure I would, but yeah. again, mine's based in observation and what I know to be true about certain facts. Ah, but see, no. you know, uh, depending on what you observe and what your trusted sources are, that applies to the other forty percent too. That's the point I wanted to make at the beginning of this well, podcast. This is fresh and, air. Well, 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 <laughs> this is think, fresh air. Well, let, let me ask <laughs> yeah, you this: Do yeah. you do you think if Trump's provable, let's, easily let's, verifiable. Let's call oh, him he, should, he who no longer shall get free publicity yeah. from us. Yeah. Not fact, he let's, who let's, no let's, longer will be named, but he who no longer gets free publicity. Let, well, and let's not let's not lock them into one pronoun. Let's let's say if they <laughs> told, told constant lies that were easy to verify as falsehoods. Are you talking about Over, liberals now? Because liberals do that too. Yes. Uh, uh, again, a nice what about ism, but that's not what I was talking about. Okay, if, I just wanted to make sure because you confused if me. they constantly used if yeah. they constantly made false statements i'm going to put echo on your voice when you get into this by the way <laughs> hold on let me just finish go ahead if someone showed a lifetime's worth of a habit a, a pattern of never being able to just tell the truth and it was mm. easily provable i could then just having a peripheral knowledge of, of mental health make a psychiatric could know that someone is mentally yeah. could mentally ill yeah. is yeah. that they cannot discern yeah truth from from okay bullshit. but you're focusing on one person when i'm thinking of all of our society and how we can get along better and it's not by saying to people who might be being misled that you're all idiots because we're all idiots we're all being misled in other ways let me show you uh, there's a documentary out right now which if you haven't seen it you guys you have to watch it it's called the crime of the century I think it's on HBO Max, if I'm not mistaken. It's about the opioid. Oh, it's just the opioid one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Holy cow. And by the way, I'm always looking for ways to bring us together. And I thank you for providing a tough bull to rope. Pull the rope. But but anyway, so in this opioid crisis, which really went from 2000 to 2019, and it's still going on. It is. Uh, about 600,000 people died. And uh, and what that what's amazing to me about that is that there's a public health crisis. Yes, it killed people, keep people slower than COVID nineteen, but it killed the same number. Mm -hmm. Only unlike the virus, which is either an accidental uh, natural occurrence or yeah. made in a lab in Wuhan, we'll leave that because we don't know. Uh, but unlike the virus, which was through no fault of our own, the opioid crisis was exactly what's wrong with America in every way, shape, and form. I like that. The dollar uh, overruled public health. 
And the fact that it occurred (sighs) during Bush and Obama, and there's one damning thing in this documentary. I, I shouldn't give it away, but I will. It's not like I'm giving up Breaking Bad. You know, Game of Thrones. Jesse, we have a cook. (laughs) What? Um, No, 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 no. I haven't watched eight years. Spoiler. It is the story of our pharmaceutical industry. Oh, God. And once you learn how they work. Oh, yeah. uh, And it's very factually and objectively, and it's told with real footage and real interviews. It's very 60 minutes. It's, It's what 60 minutes used to do. And I did many pharma firm scripts, so I know of which you speak. Okay. Really? Uh, by I the way, money. one of the most damning things that's all throughout the movie is they take you to sales conventions and rallies and seminars where you're all told as salespeople how to hook more people on opioids and get the doses up. And Yeah, I've, I've seen those scripts. Yeah. Now, I've taken opioids. Who here hasn't? Zip? I like to get well, to check in on Zip every once in a while. I know he's reading a novel during the show. <laughs> <laughs> I am taking yeah. names and notes. Yeah. yeah. War and peace. Uh, no, when I b- busted my shoulder. I, yeah. Yeah. What did they give you? Opioids. Uh, whatever it was. Oxycodone. I, Oxycodone I don't know uh, is Vicodin, generally mm-hmm. speaking. Oxycontin. Yeah. It's the yeah. same. Uh, the opiate is essentially the same in those. They're different brand names. Uh, some of them weird. have are cut with acetaminophen, which is to prevent you from uh, abusing it, by the way, supposedly. Interestingly enough, I hated the way it made me feel. It did relieve the pain, but I, I did not enjoy it at all. And we're lucky because I'm yeah. also one of those who sort of, I enjoy a little bit of the first feeling, then don't want it, then I'm constipated for two days, and I go, yeah. <laughs> but the, the point of this stuff was to hook people yeah and uh and you you'll see all the damning smoking guns and evidence and all the footage and tell-alls at the end of the day they were about to bust and send to jail a bunch of these executives the Sackler family runs. Is it Purdue Pharma? That's the one I'm thinking. Yeah, I think it is. I yeah. confuse them with the chicken company, <laughs> Frank um, Purdue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the the DEA had them dead to rights, and a bunch of executives were going to go to jail. Wouldn't it be great if lived in a country where executives yeah. who willfully break the law that results in million, you know, hundreds and thousands, or even ten deaths, and, and then Bob was killed, go to prison? Yes. Uh, anyway, what happens is at the last minute, they settle. Yeah, they write a check for you, you know. Yeah. A, uh, they cut the government in on their profits, mm. is what right. that is. Yeah. And then we were about to get tough on these prescriptions, and uh, they were shutting down the distributors of the prescriptions, which is that's how you choke them. That's the yeah. it, that you know that's the jugular, the lifeline. And Congress rewrote the law under which the DEA could investigate and shut down distributors of that's opiates. Some dirt, that's some dirty pool, right? Did there, you see? Yeah. Did you see any of this, you guys? And what they did is a bunch of lawyers got together and they put language in there that would never let the DEA do its job again. And it let the family uh, made it isolated the family too from yeah. further something. It was terrible. And um, by the way. It was unanimously passed. Of course. And President Obama signed it. 
So when people talk to me about Trump and 600,000 people dead, I go, you know, we killed 600,000 people a little slower for even worse reasons, and Obama signed the bill. And no, am I saying it's the same thing? No. But can't we have some context instead of one side's good and one side's bad? Because it ain't that way. No. Can't we all agree on what our values are? Both sides are flawed. Both sides are flawed. I'm listening, Spike. Go ahead. One side has... Traits of evil. One side is pure fucking. <laughs> we'll put you down as undecided. Just because you have an evil face doesn't make you the face of evil. Yeah. Okay, thank you. So anyway, all right, more emails. Let's see. Resting bitch face does not um, make you a bitch. Uh, feedback on today's oh. guest. I'm writing you as a long time listener. I've been a fan since KSW. Listening to podcast cast has been fun. Getting to know Ed and Zip. A real treat to have Spike back. Would love to see Joe visit once in a while. We should do that. He's been he's working yep. so hard. Finally, somebody has spikes back. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I came close <laughs> to turning off your show today. I listen to your podcast to learn, to laugh, and hear differing points of view. Except for this email. Not that different. <laughs> You've come to the oh. right place. <laughs> um, and again, this person was offended by what she said about Demi Lovato. Mm. Uh, Lovato. That's basically mm. it rude and offensive but you know when, when when she started quoting dr drew as a source yeah please. for demi lovato's mental illness yeah, yeah. i mean uh, bob i've mentioned this to you off the air you know I, I was i was a friend of mike Starr, the original bass player of sure. allison chains and my my wife went to high school with him and mike was on celebrity rehab with dr drew and mike eventually od'd mm. um mm. and I, people don't get clean and sober on celebrity fucking rehab yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's um, having a camera in your Danny face. Danny Bonaduce did pretty feel... good. <laughs> no, uh, he didn't. He was here in Detroit. <laughs> there are stories. No, no, no. But he's he's sober and so, I mean, he's a solid he guy has. now. You're, and you're and not everybody who went to celebrity rehab died. That's true. Everybody who died. I mean, I'm going to celebrity rehab. I'm going to give props to Danny because even though he took over our old show uh, and got good ratings and still had a, has a job, I, you know, he's a pretty good guy. And uh, what made a difference in his life, by the way, is I think his wife. Uh, Marriage, big yeah, time. He got yeah. married to well, a really yeah, good woman. Not, and, and again, not the one from the reality show. No. no. <laughs> which he jettisoned. <laughs> yes. Oh, was he that reality wonderful- show back when he was with his ex-wife? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, back oh, to yeah. this. Back to this. Uh, anyway, so this person's basically, it's a, a, the Demi, Demi Lovato thing was a total thing and the conspiracy she was throwed floating and seems to believe in about bill gates were wacky and uninformed and i will say this i would have said that two weeks ago right now i'm uh i'm in the undecided column on bill gates there's some shit coming out about him and you know not all of it i'm sure some of it's the usual suspects wacky and uninformed but some of it is disturbing to me um, you know, I'm not comfortable with how often he hung around uh, Jeffrey Epstein because he and his people know and knew who Jeffrey Epstein was. It, it, it would not be possible not to. There Again, must be 50 ways to leave Melinda. <laughs> 50, 50 billion bucks to leave Melinda. It must take 50 bill to leave Melinda. Anyway, uh, so it's clear from the way she took over the conversation. I was, uh, we let her. I mean, I wanted to hear what yeah. she had to say, yeah. and I didn't agree and thought I expressed it. You mentioned she you would come you back. Did. If that's the case, I'll skip those episodes. Oh, no, we're going to have her back. because First off, you can't talk about someone behind their back without giving that's them a true. chance to... 
No, I, I didn't jump in because I know that you two are old compadres, and I've never met the the woman, even though she's worked with Same here. And you that. guys were being extra polite. She she didn't need that. She's on talk no. radio. She's that's right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> very very. Hold very on, subtle, tongue please. surgery for Spike. She'll be fine yeah, again. Yeah. It took the doctor nearly yeah. six hours. Three so, how does their new tongue work on anyway? One for swelling goes down. I'll be back for normal, and won't my wife be happy? Woof. <laughs> okay we have one more email she really only got four she got one super positive email one kudos from another friend of mine and three one yeah. couple dittos that she yeah. and three really <laughs> negative emails and she's fine with that i'm sure uh, i was sad the day your show ended after i noticed you've uh, this is someone talking about me i have noticed mm. that you have mellowed a little with age i have you think yeah you think close you get to death <laughs> The fewer grievances you want to have. <laughs> just a thing. After That's listening true. to Karen Grace, I suggest you read very carefully the Rationale Wiki website about the Dunning-Kruger effect. Now, Zip, you were talking about this earlier. You looked it up, right? Right, yeah. And I, I couldn't really explain it. It just has to do with your, your own perception of your own intelligence clouds your ability to be able to correctly assess that of others, if that makes any sense. Um, and they apply does this. Make any sense? No, it does. Somebody they apply it, this. It does. They apply this often when talking about uh, Trump, right? It's one of the things that was used to describe him. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's cognitive bias, by the way, which is the cable news word for it, which mm. you've all heard, in which people wrongly overestimate their knowledge or ability in a specific area. Well, I'm sorry. I think every one of us has some of it. We're all to a degree. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's because of a lack of self awareness. Uh, it prevents you from accurately assessing your own skills. Guilty. Yeah. All right. Well, do they give you any examples that don't involve politics? Uh, <laughs> what causes it? Confidence. Oh, I love this. Confidence is so highly prized <laughs> that many people... Not mentioning anyone by name on the show, Spike. <laughs> <laughs> that was just underhanded and sneaky and low. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, and by the way, I should mention myself too. I'll do. I'll do it about me. Would rather pretend to be smart or skilled than risk losing face. And when people but, say I've mellowed, it's because I don't care about losing face anymore. I'd rather admit that I don't know stuff. It, it also harkens back to the, probably the most valuable lesson I've taken away from this podcast, and that is uh, be, do not be reticent to say the words, I don't know. Mm. Three, three most underused words in, yeah. by human beings. That's gold to me. Anyway. Yeah. I love that one. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I thought of it. <laughs> you said the poster boy. No one had ever strung those words together before. Thank God for Bob Rivers. All right. Anyway, that's uh, that's going to do it for today. Uh, the Bob and Zipcast with Ed Kelly and Spike O'Neill. We'll be back on Thursday. Uh, I've had a wonderful time. I hope you guys have. Absolutely. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip.
Not much feelings coming over me. People wonder how I set my troubles free. Cause there's no cry in my eye. And I'm not low and I'm not high. And I won't get upset or blow off steam. Everything is not what it should be. But it doesn't make no difference to me. And the reason is clear. It's this pill I got here. I'm the nearest thing to level that I've been. Cause I'm on antidepressants popping. This great prescription since this wonderful physician came on by. And this drug that I Emotion low. 